You're listening to The Bare Elements Show. You're listening to the sixth episode of The Bare Elements Podcast with myself, Siron. And myself, Microboy. And coming up, we've got a very special interview with Silence Groove. We've got the usual garage and drum and bass mini mixes. Remember, you can catch us on all social media at Bare Elements UK. Hit me up on my own at Microboy. And mine forward slash Siron Music. But right about now, we're going to get into our track of the month, which is MJ Cole featuring Alice Undo. I'm absolutely loving this one at the moment. You're listening to the Bad Element Show. 
Now you're listening to Bear Elements with the original Ganja Smoking Herb and Hustling Sense made a smuggling robber roughneck. West right much pine beer for light is be passing through the time past to coming like up your picking up beer elements and all of the massive band crew. You don't know, see me? <laughs> this is my February 2017 garage mini mix. I hope you enjoy it.
2017 Garage Mini Mix. I hope you enjoyed that one. Plenty of free downloads in that one, so if you want to check out the description, you can see a list of the tracks that are put in it. But coming up now, we've got a first for Bear Elements, an interview with our first international artist, Silence Groove. 
Hi, this is Silence Groove and you are listening to Bare Elements. Alright man, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing alright, just chilling to the bits. You yeah, know, yeah. The evening. Nice, so, yeah. nice. That's really looking forward, thank you for the invitation, that's, that's very nice. No worries at all man, pleasure to have you on. So yeah, I just wanted to know first of all man, um, how did you get started and what were your kind of early influences in music in general? Well, I, I came into electronic music thanks to my father. He was really into synth pop, for example, like Kraftwerk, uh, some ambient stuff like Tangerine Dreams. So I stick to it uh, since I remember really like I, I really like that. Just like the first like I felt in love in electronic music. The same with uh, Jean-Michel Jarre, proper, proper electronic music. So I just became like a fan of that. Then I slightly moved to the club music, the Dutch club music, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening to some like house, hard house music, very clubbish, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's still very popular in the UK, uh, like the donk music, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely in the north anyway, yeah. like definitely, yeah. yeah. And then then I just, just moved to the trance music, I found it very, very attractive especially the UK trends. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that kind of feeds into my next question, which is when you first started making music, was it mostly trance that you were doing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was like some house, electro house, and then just straight trance, progressive trance. I started to work on my style more and more. And then, bam, I just switched to drum and bass music. I fell in love with drum and bass music, thanks to my mates and some parties. So yeah, that was, that was a nice journey, really. Before I even knew you made trance music, I was listening to, uh, you've got a tune called is it Scandinavian Dream or Scandinavian yeah, yeah. Dreams. And I remember being on the bus listening to it and I remember thinking like how trancey some of it was. And then when I went to actually like do some digging and stuff like that, I realized you actually made trance. So yeah, do you feel like your background doing that really feeds into your style now? It depends. I mean, like. I like to go to that trance drum bass stuff from time to time, like for example Scandinavia Dream, but I'm trying to focus more on that, that organic stuff at the moment, like you know, bringing up the samples of organic breaks and stuff, but yeah, sometimes I have a taste to make such a tune, you know, like Scandinavian Dream, that Seba-inspired style. So yeah, definitely, I feel like it's nice background to bring in, yeah. bring in into that drum bass music, yeah, definitely. And uh, is there any other styles that you experimented with when you first got going? Well, I was trying all genres in electronic music, like probably every producer, you know, from techno to, I don't know, some breaks, uh, dubstep, but it was just, you know, to the shelf. So nothing really like on a big scale. I really like uh, two-step UK garage. I was producing some beats for free download. You can download them for free from my Bandcamp page. So yeah. I really like that. I was thinking actually going into that more, but right, no, right. have no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've noticed you've got a really healthy relationship with Focus Recordings. So I was just wondering how you first got involved with them, and also why do you think that relationship has been so successful? Yeah, uh, that's a nice question. You know, uh, th- that was that was the most problem for me. Like I couldn't find a label for my for myself for my style, you know, because like I was trying with many labels, for example, UK labels and stuff, and like. It was really hard to get into them because I had like, I was just still polishing my style, you know. Yeah. And then they just gave me a hand, you know, and I could just work with them and just develop my style. So I just stick to them. I'm, I'm trying to be loyal to them and send them tunes and it works really nice. So I don't see any reason to go somewhere else. And I still got the uh, off-world recordings, which is based in Scotland by Alan Cowie, Ellen One. 
and I just released their, uh, my trancy drum and bass stuff. So that works nice for me, I think, these two labels. Okay, a uh, bit, bit of a different question for you here. All right. If there was no electricity left in the world and you had to play uh, and you could choose any instrument that didn't involve electricity to play, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a nice question, yeah, indeed. Uh, I think it would be kalimba. Or a some, kalimba? Some, yeah, or something, some, some kind of like piano instrument because I can't play guitar and string. Do you play piano then? Yeah, I do, but I'm not a professionalist. I just play my stuff or I can play from hearing. So you can just hum me some melody, I can play it straight. So. Oh, oh that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, was, I always had that. I don't know how. how. I just I just always knew how to do that. <laughs> That's funny. I, I used to play saxophone in, in a school brass band. It was like baritone saxophone, a little bit bassy, more uh, like the one one bigger than the alto saxophone. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I think that's awesome that you play instruments, man. So now we're going to play a fairly recent release from Silence Groove. This one came out on Offworld Recordings and it's called Drifting Shapes. that time again it's time for my february 2017 drum and bass mini mix wanted to make a special mention on this one to polar and bryson with the latest release find your way i'm really feeling that one at the moment don't forget if you want to listen to any of my mini mixes on their own then you can find them at soundcloud.com forward slash music
www.soundcloud.com forward slash Beer Elements UK. Check it out, okay? <laughs> Live from the seventh dimension via satellite.
Okay, so this is quite a difficult question, so it's okay if you can't answer it. But um, imagine you were playing a set to a, a quite a large crowd, and it was five minutes until the end of the world. What what track would you play and why? I would play Briggs Don't Roll, I think, because like, it's very apocalyptic tune and all that. I would rewind it two times for free, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose like you go out with a bang at least. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, or some break. <laughs> yeah. uh, to roll out, you know, from the yeah. from the world. You don't want to be too obscure, I guess. In the last, yeah. <laughs> the last five minutes ever. Yeah. Um, I want to know um, if you had to pick one of your tracks or releases to show someone that kind of summarizes your sound and what you're about. What would it be and why? Yeah, that's a tough question, but uh, I think Scandinavian Dream that you mentioned before is the one, like the the like signature one. Yeah. Uh, which can like you know just show up my style and like, the exposure myself but as as I mentioned before like I like to do the strange stuff and this organic stuff so I think Scandinavian dream that would be the one for my for my trance stuff but the other one I think it would be human traffic it's like cordy stuff yeah like some, some 90s hook maybe something like that you know like like, like I like to bring in, in in the tunes as well yeah one thing we noticed about you is like how much you put out as well yeah like, the amount of 
releases you had in like 2016 alone it's like 11 or something <laughs> yeah yeah that's 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 actually not a really good thing i would say do you, do you think i'm going to cut down <laughs> yeah yeah i think so you know like these old tunes i believe are quality but still it's like i was trying like to put out as much as, as, as i could because like i had my like one year period from school and from work so i was just home producing beats you know mm. i was trying that life but <laughs> unfortunately you cannot leave from that so i had to move on i was just making music for one year and I was just setting up the releases. I was picking up so very selective about that. I released a lot of tunes in 2016 and I think that was my year. I'm going to work more now, just be more selective. I've noticed a lot of DB producers are releasing albums now. Do you have any intention of going down that route? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually thinking about that, but like, uh, I think not yet, maybe next year, next two years. I see, I still have some time, you know, so. That's fine. You know, I was thinking about that, like, I wanted to make it a little bit tammy, like it starts and it ends, you know, it's like fully consistent, like some kind of soundtrack. But now I think it should be just straight, like, you know, hit and hit and run, you know, just get the best tunes, release that, and that would be, that would be perfect, I think. Because some, some producers think that it should be like, like soundtrackish, you know. But I think it would be like best tunes, like, you know, my approach about music recently especially is like just don't think too much, just express yourself, just make what you think is best, don't think about the tune much, don't tweak much, just, you know, put it off. Make it natural. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's wicked, man. Now, a bit of a change of topic, um, I wanted to ask you this because we don't know anything about Slovakia whatsoever. All right. And we were interested to know kind of what the music scene's like there, not even just drum and bass, but as a whole. Yeah, I can say only good things about this scene here. Uh, well, for example, in November, we had like uh, Let It Roll Slovakia, which were playing, there was, they were playing uh, Noisia, Ivy Lab, for example. The next week we had like, for example, well, I don't remember the dates, but many, many of parties like uh, artificial intelligence headlining here. Uh, the other day was some other party. Like a lot of a lot of things are going on here, and I really like that. And Bratislava is not like huge city; it's a capital city, but it's not like huge city. And if you have like, for example, four headliners per month, that means that the scene is good. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. So you can. Just go and party and you don't have to go anywhere anymore anywhere else and it's very close to Vienna yeah yeah I was thinking that like you're very close to a lot of to a lot of countries on that because it's kind of on the border isn't it Bratislava yeah yeah it? yeah exactly I can go to Czech Republic I can go to Austria and all yeah. the all those countries kind of round there there's a lot of like big summer festivals and things like that yeah as well, exactly yeah yeah that sounds pretty cool man and uh, now we're gonna get into something completely new and it's called the quick fire round. Essentially, we're going to ask you a few questions. Their options, just pick your favorite. All right, go ahead. Okay, analog or digital? Digital. Turntable or CDJ? CDJ. Festival or nightclub? Nightclub. Jump up or jungle? Jungle. Pioneer or Alan and Heath? A pioneer, of course. Sync or beat match? Well, beat match, yeah. <laughs> Uh, playing local or playing abroad? Playing abroad. Production or DJing? Production, definitely, yes. Logic or Ableton? FL Studio. Oh, okay. 
That's, that's interesting. More and more people yeah. are definitely yeah, using yeah. FL Studio. That's the future, man. That's it's the definitely future. Definitely, Phil Tangent uses that. Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any more? No, I've got no more. Oh, that's that's the end of our rapid fire thing. You've done well there. You didn't you didn't stumble on on anything. Yeah, that was easy, I would say. <laughs> we need to come up with some more tricky ones, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the end of our questions, though. So thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome. I really, I really enjoyed that as well, man. Have a nice evening. You, you too. See you Take care. care. Easy. So that was the end of our interview with Silence Groove. And we're now going to play one of his latest releases on Focus Recordings. And it's called Whistle. So I'm afraid we've come to the end of podcast number six. Thank you very much to Silence Groove for joining us. We hope you go and check out all his latest tracks and releases. But now we've got something a little bit different coming up. Yeah, this time we were struggling for something to end the podcast with. And I thought I'd play you something I've been working on recently. Well, a clip of it anyway. This one's called Horizon. I hope you enjoy it. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.